Hello. John? Amy? Jamie? Where's everyone gone? Oh. Hmm, what's this? Envelope marked confidential. Wonder what's in there. Oh, fab, it's a short story. Might have a read of this now. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast, Geek and Ori, Part 3. The race to not sit next to the boss at the work's Christmas lunch. It had been me last year. The poor sod who'd been boxed in at the end of a very long tinsel-covered table, with the miserable boss to the left of me and the elderly chatterbox cleaner to my right. It had happened so quickly. I remember my panic as they both took to their chosen seats in unison, no more than 3.42 seconds behind me. Then came my garbled and frantic suggestion that, as the boss, she might want to sit in the middle of the table, amongst her staff, as it's Christmas. I mean, desperation or what? She disagreed anyway, muttering that she was happy where she was. Happy? I've rarely seen her even break into a smile. But then again, she's best not to, really, with her mouth full of rotting teeth and breath that could render a mule lame. Million and one feeble excuses bumped around inside my flushed head as to why I absolutely had to change seats. But just as the only slightly plausible one entered my tiny brain, it was too late. Bar the empty chair next to the boss, there were no alternatives. So, there I sat, trapped like a front-row audience member of a live filming of a Mrs. Brown's Boy's extended Christmas special. That had been my own fault. I'd become separated from the pack to make that first dash to the table, thinking the young fun crew were in pursuit. Alas, a last-minute drink purchase at the bar had delayed them. I didn't notice until the bitter end of the journey to my chosen seat. And I was f***ing bitter. I was left to look longingly down to the far end of the table where all the laughter was, where all the great banter and conversation was. I looked then at my own fun crew around me as the cleaner began a long-winded anecdote about cheese. The vacant chair next to the boss remained so until Keith, the sweaty, overweight warehouse manager, emerged from the gents' toilets. Still in the process of zipping up his flies, he waddled towards us kicking free a length of blue roll that had attached itself to the sole of his shoe. I can honestly say I suffered two of the most agonising hours of my life at that lunch, not knowing if it was more painful to engage in stories about the cleaner's cousin's neighbour's new double glazing, or turn to suffer my manager's heinous cigarette-infused halitosis while trying to keep down my half-eaten Christmas pud.
I would not put myself through that again. I was determined, even then, that this year would be different. So, here we are again, at the same grill house chain with the finest low-budget Christmas lunch deal that our company could buy. My 22 ill-fitting work colleagues engaging in awkward pleasantries at the bar while we wait to be seated. There is the usual nervous energy, the uncertainty of who will end up sitting next to whom. Decisions at this stage, including who you stand next to or made small talk with on arrival, can have devastating consequences for the next few hours of your life. I know now, after last year, the importance of thinking everything through in advance, of even the day itself, to consider all of your options and ensure you come armed with a watertight plan of action. Then commit, full on. So my strategy this year, to hold back and stay close to the fun crew. Link arms, if necessary, with my office buddy Sophie while we wait for the call. And then it comes. The announcement that our table is ready. There's a flurry of panic as colleagues grapple for coats and bags whilst looking around for a desirable pairing. I stay at the back of the group, encouraging Sophie to do the same. No rushing ahead for me this year. We mutter assurances to each other that we will stay together. We will not become separated. We nudge each other with smug relief when we both see that our boss has already selected her seat and opted for the same spot as the year before, at the far end of the table, opposite the cleaner. I relax, knowing we can now concentrate our full efforts on getting to the near side of the table where the fun lot are taking their places. I actually begin to look forward to this forced annual gathering. And then the unthinkable happens. There's only one seat left where we're heading. We'd lingered for far too long. Damn it! I hadn't factored this into what I considered to be a flawless plan. Sophie and I stopped dead in our tracks and turned to face one another. Our reciprocated, panicked expressions meet. What do we do now? We promised we'd stay together. We would not be parted. And more importantly... I had indeed promised myself that I would never, ever sit even near enough to share condiments with my boss again. Our eyes stay locked in unspoken turmoil. Sophie's eyes dart from my own to the waiting chair and back again. Mine do the same. And after one last fleeting glance back to one another, and much like when Keith hears a rumbling of this cake in the works kitchen, we run. In haste, my now ex-friend trips over a colleague's bag. I seize the opportunity to gain ground, but I'm not quick enough. She steadies her balance immediately with the grace and dexterity of a young Darcy Bustle, navigating her way successfully over a fallen coat before launching her now breathless frame onto the vacant chair. She's won. Sorry. She silently mouths before throwing herself immediately into the banter of the fun crew. Yeah, she looks f***ing sorry. Katie, over here. I look down the table with trepidation in the direction of my name being called. It's my boss, indicating to two chairs that are still empty beside her. I nod and force an appreciative smile and begin the loser's reluctant descent down the aisle. As the slayed lyrics, everybody's having fun, mock me from the speakers above.
Yeah, I'm going to have great bloody fun, I am, I mumble under my breath, casting one last resentful look back towards Sophie, who has already clearly forgotten my existence, and is flirting with Aaron from HR. I pretend to be in a dilemma of which of the two chairs to choose, before picking the one furthest from the boss and next to the accounts lady. Phew. Well, this isn't too bad, I think. At least there's a chair separating me from the boss. But then I hear the screech of the toilet door swing open. Through it walks Keith, pulling up his flies before dabbing his brow with what looks to be a very well-used handkerchief, heading for the only chair left. Merry f***ing Christmas. The Race to Not Sit Next to the Boss at the Works Christmas Lunch was written by Eleanor Freeman and read by Marie Edwards. Produced by DKM. If you enjoyed this episode of the Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast, why not check out our website at www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com. And I was bitter. I was left to look longingly down. I I, I ruined that by laughing. That's really unprofessional. Kicking free a length of... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have great bloody fun I am. I remember and... Ah! Right, start again. (laughs) Casting one... Uh. (laughs) I couldn't couldn't turn the page. That's one... Uh. Yeah, I'm going to have great bloody fun, I am. I mumble under my breath, casting one last resentful look back at Swart. Eh! www.comedykeek.com This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh, my eye! My trousers fell down again. really hurt. Good God. Jamie! 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 I am on the edge of my seat. I just love meeting up with random people and having a good duck. Stop that. A whole room dedicated to... Nigel Farage. Oh, wow. I'm such a big fan of his. Bam! (laughs) Out of nowhere! (laughs) A meal to break our fast. Hang on. Did you say two for one? No, no, I gotcha. I completely understand. I'm trying to see the bad points, but I I just can't think of any. I don't want water. Ah! This is starting to get really embarrassing, to be honest. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher... Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Oh, right, this crap.